I'm eating now. What are you eating? Let's see. <laughs> Say it's lower. Enchiladas. That's staying in, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's the, the that's the opening of the podcast. Right that's there. always like the the crux of everything. Is like, I drink a little too much. I end up crying, going on tangents, enjoying for some. Yay! Yay! Dustin's crybaby. And Dwayne is a manly man who hides his emotions. Uh, <clears throat> It's kind of like the side uh, subcontext of uh, the podcast is kind of like dissecting, like being okay with like two men talking about like their feelings uh, in a healthy way. Uh, and yeah, so. Well, you know me and I'm, I'm a crier, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to cry. It really um, is. Yeah, it has to be okay. I mean, <laughs> God, better so, be okay. I'm going to do some quick housekeeping. Um, I'm not sure when this episode is going to come out in the records uh, numerically. Um, I've got uh, two other podcasts that I'm editing right now from previous recordings. Um, So we did miss our Saturday rollout uh, for this Saturday. Again, I'm not sure when this is going to come out. Um, but we will continue to be putting out episodes every Wednesday and every Saturday as our release dates. Um, today we've got a guest with us. So we have Sam with us. Um, and you will find out today who Sam is. So normal format's going to apply. We're just going to talk. We're going to shoot the shit and we'll see what you guys end up getting to hear. Okay. Sorry. Sorry in advance. (laughs) (laughs) as i stuff my mouth with enchiladas Mm. (laughs) i feel like this is going to be the episode though where we get you to sing the entire gypsies tramps and thieves song gypsies tramps and thieves why did you even bring that up because i love the song and i'm not ashamed of it even though you should be i'm not no no i like a share song it's okay um so the one thing that we will not have this episode that we had last episode is which even made it into the title is dustin cries no dustin (laughs) cries um this will not be a crying podcast no it's my favorite subject oh i'll make him cry (laughs) (laughs) you still made my nipples look weird that's kind of what i was counting on you told me my knees looked weird when we were like 18 you like it was like it's true only, well, it's the only well, fuck you for one <laughs> and it was the only no, it's argument. true that i said it it's not true that they no. look weird thank you i have a complex and your knees look beautiful literally no bullshit um yeah only argument we've ever been in and still hate my knees you said i have a hair you had i had big hairy knees and you <laughs> fucking asshole i do and I can't uh, unsee those, so mm, it's all right. Yeah. I'm sure I think I probably said something terrible too. I'm, I know I did, and I apologize. But I will not repeat it. It's fine. I, it's not you're like it. I think about it every day. It's not like you're the inner monologue of like everything I hate about myself. True, and like I don't think about my knees every day. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Not uh, at all. <laughs> you just like shave them when you cry. It's like I also trim my leg hairs. Do you really? 
No, they're not now. I'm in quarantine. But um, typically, yeah, typically I do. Yeah. That's really respectful of you. Yeah. The whole, I, just, whole thing? Well, I don't know. I don't like go to, to, to the skin. That's just weird and it's painful oh. and looks weird. But uh, I'm a sweaty guy. Um, hmm. pretty pretty sweaty, like abnormally sweaty. And hair and sweat fucking disgust me when they're combined and their forces collide. I don't I don't do it, man. It just grosses me out. So the less hair I have, the cleaner I feel. Have you ever anyway. shaven your entire body? Funny enough, hair and totally. sweat are the reason I know I'm never going to be gay. Hair and sweat? <laughs> hair and sweat, yeah. That's the only thing from keeping you well, Remember, uh, from we had being this gay. conversation. The, the, the way that I determined that I would never be gay is that I'm a snuggler. After sex, I like to snuggle. And the thought of a sweaty, hairy man holding me is not a turn-on. Have you heard of a twink? I feel like if I'm going to be with a man, it's going to be a man. He just, yeah. You just, you set the conundrum. Like, you, you can't, like, all right. It's like, I hate this and I can't be this, but I would prefer this. Yeah. I like that that's your reason and not the, you know, not like anal sex. Oh, I'm a generous lover. I'll take it as well as I give. Yeah, I yeah. just, take it. I just, I can't. The thought of like Dustin holding me. Doesn't work for me. It's not that bad, actually. Well, and I've <laughs> shaved him, so I mean, that's the true been, mark of like all intimate. my friendships. Like all my friendships, there's a story of someone shaving my back. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's great. I don't think uh, I've ever shaved your back, actually. Have I? God damn. You shaved my back. Oh damn! Here we go. Yeah. What's worse mm. is when it's summertime and you have to shave his body hair to match his tank top. I fucking, <laughs> I hate that so much. So you have to actually do the right lines over the shoulders to, and around the neckline. You have, you to, have to shave around his tribal tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I had it covered, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's right, you did. I'm sorry. It, uh, it's a little better, but it's, it's, it's way better. No, it's, it's significantly. It, you can still see it. It's almost like boobs on. Dude, I have no no room to talk about shitty tattoos. So you're you're you guys are fine. Yeah, dude, I finally decided that the only way I'm ever gonna get rid of this shit, oh, is I'm yep. just gonna have to do a black box. Yep. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, de I've decided. <laughs> I've decided from here up through the shoulder, I'm gonna do solid mm -hmm. black and then finish off my sleeve. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You could just transplant it to your lower back like just <laughs> skin graft if i can figure out how to just move it down my spine oh that would be dope. i mean we can we're gonna talk about stuff like that tonight yeah. so we might as well skin get to hacking so get to cutting. the friend of mine that we talk about in our first podcast where i ditched him got rid of him from my life mm. he had a tattoo i think it was him it was either him or Mm, I'm going to stop this story because I think I'm talking about the different person and I don't want them to hear this, so never mind. <sighs> Judgment. You actually uh, touched on something that like... Stop I'm hitting your mic. All right. Uh, there, I have several uh, awkward memories uh, that haunt me all the time. Um, and one is involving you uh, in our childhood. 
of uh, the song Stepping Stone uh, and going to a place where someone played that. Uh, and I thought it the was original like, or the minor threat version. That is leading up to my most embarrassing moment uh, when I walked up to the person like, I can't believe you like minor threat. And you're like, you're already like, cringing at this moment. Uh, and the person like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, that is a minor threat song. He's like, no, it's not. That's a valid question, though. Like, okay. you know. Who, who does it originally? So, man, let me put me on the spot right now. Man. I don't know. No, but seriously, I think about like that all the time. I'll just be like, at a urinal uh, somewhere uh, at a truck stop. <laughs> uh, and just like, ah, that one time at <laughs> the thing, like, play place or whatever was it called? It was Jason Olsen or something like that. They were playing. <laughs> Oh shit! Now this yeah. that had to have been forever because Jason Olson passed before you and I were like we pretty early on before. Oh, you know, really? we were there. Yeah, they played the play place. Yeah. Or the play, I don't know. They were there, but like it was him. That was the awkward moment. Oh, Instantly embarrassed. You were just yeah. like you. You already knew. Uh, and um, I, uh, I think about it often. Um. Well, thanks for sharing. I don't, rem- I don't remember the original, but the sad thing is, I'm getting the monkeys like as a first hit. I think everything. that's what it is. I think it's no. the monkeys. What's the song? Stepping Stone. Stepping Stone. Uh, stepping Stone. No, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Ah. I would mean I would never have guessed that because you know. Yeah, I remember this song. But now you got to play the minor threat, threat version. Which is funny, actually. If you think about the monkeys, they were the like one of the first like kind of boy bands. Boy bands, yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know how terribly true it is, but I think a lot of those tracks, because he didn't know how to play music or instruments that well. Clearly, they're okay. You could tell it's pretty bad. But um, Beach Boys apparently did a lot of those tracks. Oh, really? I don't know if it, how true it is, um, but huh. um, from my understanding, that the Beach Boys were kind of a hand in a lot of those recordings. Don't quote me. That's just what I heard. And Dustin's walking out. He's had enough. And he's taking his clothes off. Are, are you going to pee already? It's, he angrily He does this out. a lot, actually. No, yeah. no, I mean, and it's good to see he's still up to his own, his old tricks. We'll be in the middle of like a convert deep conversation and suddenly he's just in the bathroom. He does shit a lot. We did. <coughs> we, I, have you listened to any of our episodes yet? uh for a moment because i was at work and i was driving around in the van and have very short drives so i didn't i didn't make it it's okay i'm not judging you um actually no (laughs) (laughs) i've never listened so we actually did a whole segment about him constantly doing irish goodbyes Mm -hmm. and how it made it very difficult for me when he and i first became friends to meet his friends mm-hmm. because we'd get to a party and I would just start feeling comfortable and talking to somebody and he's like let's get out of here let's go I don't know yeah and I'm like we just got here like I've just started this conversation he's like no, let's, let's just go and I'm like all right well I guess say goodbye and we'll get going he's like, no, 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 no. I'll go out first you wait a couple of minutes and then follow me to the car I'm I'm really thinking that he learned that from me and I from him. I, God, that's like ringing a bell right now. I'm the king of I call it I call it panthering. 
and Team three. Uh, okay. Pan, I call it Pan. Either way, I understand. But uh, goddamn, yeah, wow, we were really good at that. But we went to fucking lame parties all the time. And his line was, "By the time people know that I'm gone, I'm already in the Taco Cabana parking lot." <laughs> That's a. It's <laughs> amazing. Hey, it like, takes like forty fucking minutes to like say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, uh, I and mean, there's that one guy like, "Dude, please stay, man." Why are you going? He's like, he's like, I don't want to be here. Looking good. Your clothes are already off. It's good. I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot. Got my Harry shirt. Yeah, Harry shirt. It's good. Should I take uh, my shirt off too? You should. Yes. I don't really want to. I'm feeling bad. I'll take my hat off. Irina. Bye, Irina. That's his wife. Hi. Oh, I know. She's just looking oh, weird. Oh, I know. She wants. She's Ooh, like. She, she walked by and did like a double take, and she goes, "What? Does he have his shirt off?" He does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you have the largest areola of any man that I know. That's not true. That's not true. Have you seen Nick Jonas? No. How do you? Man, that was quick. Yeah, that I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have questions. The sheer amount of uh, hey Thomas, I see you in the background. I think he turned his camera off. Wow. Did I even put my shirt back on? No, he's talking. It was good. Uh, no, but the sheer amount of memes, uh, like people like enlarge Nick Jonas's nipples to to make him really to this. Google Nick Jonas like big nipples, like the Jonas Brothers. Nick Jonas, yeah, like they they uh, made it seem like his nipples were like this big around his whole fucking back. Uh, it's really funny. You need to look this up. Nick Jonas big nipples. Oh, the fucking and then it's like a guy who's watching my shit right now because it's not an FBI guy. It's an NSA guy. Yeah, my shirt back, man. Yeah, because this isn't real, but it's like somebody. <laughs> That's a big nipple. Oh, oh my, my god. god, it looks god. like two slices of bologna. Woo! Um, I actually sat uh, at LAX uh, at the airport. There's this like little pizza place. Speaking um, <laughs> of little pizzas, pepperoni. Uh, I sat next, not next to him, but like one of the Jonas Brothers. It was a complete. Really? Just like asshole. It's just like as if he was waiting for me to look at him. I'm like, no, I'm fucking hungry. I'm eating pizza. Fuck you, brother. What is this? What is that? What is it? Oh, Nick Jonas, nipples are bigger than your plans. Ooh. Oh, Somebody nipples. getting. Oh, you were looking at something that I'm not looking at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was looking at the hot abs and not. I think this is. <laughs> Uh, I think this is here. a good segue uh, to talk about uh, films and horror films and any films that go too far. Because uh, this shit has, this meme is too far. It does. Uh, her, yeah. half her titty is uh, ripped off. It's like she got a boob job in Antarctica. Or Siberia. By a penguin. Is that a frostbite joke or a... It could be <laughs> really it's sure. an Australian joke. It looks very necrotic. What I don't are you like doing, it. Nicki Minaj? Uh, that's not a go here with the whole. Yeah, no, 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 Nicki Minaj. Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. Though I do love the hard times. Um, that thing is so headline good. that says, um, I guess like not Necro Butcher, uh, whoever the new, whoever the new Cannibal Corpse guy. Anyway, new Cannibal Corpse guy and Nicki Minaj team up to write a song about eating ass. Ooh. It's really funny. Anyway, it's funny. 
Um, oh no. Let's let's uh, end. Yeah, stop sharing your screen. I, I uh, you're not my dad. Don't tell me what to do. Ooh, the lip bite. Uh, no. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Is this still out on the interwebs? Oh, the uh yep, 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 yep. You're talking about this is one of my favorites. Uh it's from Is it the from v- VHS? Yep. VHS. Uh it's like a bunch of short horror films. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Really good bit. Uh it's like so fucking creepy. Have you seen this, Sam? I watched um I think I watched like oh. the first, maybe three. Wait, no, the I'm thinking of the ABCs of horror. I take that. That's back. Yeah, that's different different one i watched the first few letters um and i'm looking at it now i already hate it and i don't want to see it what it's, it's so really good. it's so good well i mean i'm saying that because i'm i'm nervous and I'm no like uh sleep tonight. <laughs> i like you still eats your friends <laughs> that's fucking awesome okay i feel like it was a really good premise uh I, but also i didn't see it so i i don't know it's really good. I, I, I thought it was really good. Like I thought, but uh, same as it your thing. Like you hate everything. What? Isn't that kind of your thing? <laughs> totally not. No, absolutely not. No. Okay. I'm I'm extremely opinionated. I like a lot of things, but people just ask me the wrong questions. They, you know, people, everyone, else, everyone else's taste fucking sucks. You know. There you go. No, there you go. Love you. You're. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh that's not the first time i've heard that i know people that are way worse though yeah oh yeah yes oh that's everybody's like no i know somebody who's way worse than me but i actually do <laughs> <laughs> no i love a lot of stuff i think i'm pretty i think i'm decently open-minded i think i've just been a it's been a, a fucked up few years and um just putting up with less bullshit i think now i'm just uh, my standards are high hollywood sucks music sucks now you know so there's some good shit snuggle you know tucked in there a little bit but man i'm I'm fucking i'm jaded man like y'all get some fucking creativity i don't know it's weird because i'm a video guy like i oddly found myself doing videos and not movies but you know done quite a few now and it's and i fucking hate movies like i literally don't watch anything because what was like can't the last remember. movie that like you enjoyed like a new movie or like me watching clue the other night for like the 50th fucking time five I million get, time i gotta watch that anytime that's Something like same. yeah that's just my thing yeah so new I, movie I, I like literally have no i have no idea the last like new movie i've been in the theater in ages years just crazy and i you know best job i ever had was a projectionist like splicing that shit together and cutting dicks out of fight club that yeah. tyler durden sliced in mm. you know so you know i still remember the time like we all went and watched what the fuck was that movie the veneers bruce willis Apocalypse. uh bruce willis team astronauts land on an asteroid to uh, armageddon, oh, Ar- armageddon? Yes! Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we watched that mm-hmm. we went into uh, my theater no actually the village uh, oh, real cheesy one. Just fucking drinking massive amounts of like Goldschlager, and like oh, I cried my eyes out to uh, Armageddon. Sounds about uh, right. That's that's about right. That's funny. I, I was cried. actually talking to Danny Dunlap yesterday, and we went on this. We oh. talked forever last night. I haven't talked yeah. to him that long in years, but we were talking about the movie theater and 
and he would, I don't know, uh, started talking about, I remember seeing that thing you do with you at Sunset Mall and both of us yep. were, <laughs> we were both crying. Yep. Because <laughs> we both wanted to be like such massive rock stars, you know, I was like, this would be the best thing if I could just have this life. It seems so realistic and yeah, it's really not that way, but. So this podcast started out with a different name that was directly inspired by that thing you do. Really? And is a thing you poo? It started out as two bros, one mic, but it was T-O-O as in also. And I'm, I'm literally making the argument to him. I'm like, no, it's like two, like also, we're also bros and we have a mic. Mm-hmm. And he's Look like, who's talking too. Yeah, it was the, like the whole scene of me going, no, one, like O-N-E, like one, we're number one. O-Neaters. <laughs> He's like, I just see O-Neaters. O-Neaters. I just O-Neaters. see O-Neaters. That's so funny. That's such a great fucking movie. It's on Netflix, by the way. The cast, watch it. Uh, so three good. weeks ago, the cast did a, like a 10-year watch party. Oh, fine. So they got the main four on a Zoom. Whatever it is. I, I just threw out a number. I don't know. Um, and they got the four main guys on a Zoom like this, and they all watched the fine. the movie online with, with people. Cool. Um, and Big fan of the songwriter guy too. The guy that wrote all those songs. Great. He does so much cool shit. Like he's a kind of behind the scenes guy, but he's like Ryan Adams' guitar player for a long time, and he's just fucking great. He's such a great songwriter. Anyway, yeah. I try and find any opportunity I can where it's if it's like a trivia night at a bar or something at work where we have to have a team name. I try and work Geech and the Shrimp Shack Shooters into anything that I can. Fucking Steve Zahn is a treasure. Like, I love it. Yeah, that. what's that movie with uh, Amanda Peet and him? And oh, uh, Saving Silverman. Man, yeah, it's still such a physical comedy <laughs> so and, and hey, really, really silly. I always want to be gay with me. <laughs> such a good one. I haven't watched it in years. It's probably not that good anymore. But God damn, I used to... no, it's all it all does. It's good. good. Yeah, X Amanda is a Pete. natural treasure. Is the name of our podcast because you have now said that every episode. What? A national treasure. You've named someone as a natural national treasure in every episode. So but what if we were talking about National Treasure the movie? Yeah. Well, Nicolas Cage that. is a national treasure. He <laughs> is a national treasure. I mean, like top of your head, like what do you think of the best Nick Cage movie? Raising Arizona. Done. Fuck yeah. Easy. Easy. Absolutely. Best opening sequence, any movie ever. Fight me. <laughs> So I will fight you. The actual answer to that question is Valley Girls. It's okay. No, you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. Okay. That's like your opinion, man. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. Number two, Con Air. Uh, Con Air is badass. I like Con Air. Uh, Weirdest. This should be something interesting. The weirdest Nick Cage movie you've seen. Con Air. (laughs) <laughs> that was a joke mm. sorry it wasn't up to oh, the uh, bringing out your dead bring out bring out your dead or whatever oh, god i love that one that, that was movie the, uh, is uh, EMT. insane yeah with uh homeboy like that could be a whole other thing but, actually uh, that speaking of i previewed that movie at the theater when that's right school, and man did not know that was gonna fuck me up 
what what was the dude the dude that like uh was in saving private ryan like did the the porn with a bunch of hookers tom uh he was in um natural born killers he's the guy that like like punches uh mallory uh tom no i'm just kidding he was in that movie was he uh, from Dust Till Dawn, he was wrote like no Robo- natural born killers. Oh my bad, sorry. God, uh, Tom. No, my, mine's Drive Angry. I've never seen that. I've seen, I've seen Drive. Isn't that like uh, we have a whole thing about Drive? <laughs> we could talk about Drive. Um, we almost died, but it was like yeah. greatest time of my life. We were like, real fucked up. Oh god, that felt so good. Yeah, Scorsese did bring out your death. That kind of blows my mind. It's a really what? Yeah, I did not remember yeah, that. believe that. It's kind of crazy. It's a really fucked up movie. Crash. It's a really fucked up movie too. That was good. Yeah. I've Wait, what, seen what, it. what was the movie where like they're like really turned on by car crashes? Crash. Is it Crash? Because there was also there was also the like like hey everything's connected. It's also called it's that, Crash, right? Yeah, it's totally like that nineties ultra erotic like thing that was going on for so long it was like tom sizemore yeah tom sizemore fucking creep um yeah i don't know where it was going funny story that's the name of my dick (laughs) tom sizemore because i'm a grower not a shower oh same Same. (laughs) it's funny though it's like uh, i watch this (laughs) short documentary uh about like <laughs> british dudes that like are getting like the the, the cock enhancement surgery mm-hmm. um mm. one of the top reasons why they wanted it so they could feel confident in the locker room so they're getting a bigger dick for other dudes that's the name of our podcast <laughs> that reminds me of a, a line from uh kids uh god speaking oh. of oh Mm, kids as far as like fucked up movies like kids like the sheer fact that that fucking movie exists like larry clark is a fucked up individual and like yeah. that movie oh i mean like there's so many I'm still things. yeah it, it's it is mind-blowing how that movie still it like permeates like it, it's like yeah ugh. remember you, just, you and i watched it i actually remember that very well when we were kind of talking about these movies that kind of like fucked us up or whatever like I, that was one of the first ones i really like kind of fucking bummed out watching it we were super young i think we were probably like freshmen in high school maybe yeah we were into skateboarding and all that stuff and i i remember very well that opening scene of telly and that and, and that girl like making out and yep. it is like there is no music it is like a hot ass mic just fucking stuck in there you don't see it but it is on it, it's on 11 and you just hear like smacking and it's awkward teen kiss you know and like they're clearly young like 15 and i was like what 16 and it was fucking like grossed out yep wanted to not do that anymore felt i was mad at the director of this yep. Fucking horrible movie, and I hated it. And then I just watched the rest of it, and it's like, wow, that was that was really insane. Hundred percent. There was so many elements of that that were so wrong that it felt like you were seeing something you weren't supposed to see. 
it, it, I mean, like he, like, I don't know that, that, that person, like, I don't know that director, but like, it felt like you could not trust him from man, the start. You don't know Harmony Corey to me? Come on, man. <laughs> Everybody knows him. Uh, I no. read an article about uh, four or five years ago about them wanting to do a sequel. Remember that, actually. Everyone Almost dies. They're all, they're all Everyone dead. gets saves. Well, it, basically, but, it basically turns into rent. Well, they're dead in real life, too. But what happened through the article was that, dead in real life, but also just the absolute, like, disgustingness of the people involved in that film. Like, like Rosario Dawson. Right. Which he, is weird. Even... Even being allowed to be around kids to make another movie because yeah, it was parents. Parents. yeah, his parents would let them do that. Like, yeah, fuck it's really parents. fucked up because they they wanted to do they because there was two different ideas, right? There was a sequel of a true sequel where it would be the the same people or you know as Tell many you of the, a kickflip as Kick many of them that could, they could get yeah or a sequel okay. meaning a new almost like a Bash. reboot like a reboot oh no. god i would no. not i would not watch that well i mean like a, there was a sequel but it was different but it was the same director it was larry clark it was a movie called bully that like oh, yeah man. yeah it still fucking bothers me because it's like it's like you feel the tension of like kids like agreeing like all right we're gonna murder somebody we're gonna murder somebody like we fucking murder somebody like the horrific nature of it and like that movie still fucking bothers me. Like that, that just the, the feeling. And it's like, if you take kids and if you take bully, it just like the feeling. Like Sam and I like grew up with people like this. That was just like, you're around people like you don't feel safe with. You feel like you're in a fucked up scenario and you don't know what to do about it. It's like that threat and that level of intensity was there. And it, it feels really uncomfortable. But that I don't think it really felt uncomfortable at the time. It only feels uncomfortable years afterwards and then in every year it gets more and more uncomfortable i'll share a couple stories you know to whoever about a whatever story and it's like I, I tell it and i just usually stop and i'm like fucking seriously like this really happened and it's and it was so normal and not a big deal and, and i'm totally fine and like not not a weirdo i'm not fucked up or like you know like it, it's it's kind of it's kind of mind-blowing but i guess a lot of kids go through that i don't know I just realized your name on this fucking Zoom is King Dong. You know it. Okay. I didn't even notice that until this moment. Yeah, I've changed uh, it like four times since it <laughs> happened. That's that's my uh, thing on Zoom where we just change our names all the time. And did not even realize that. King yeah. Dong. My band band meetings get really funny. It's just it's just us changing names and not talking about anything productive at all. I like it. Yeah, uh, I love it. Great. Dustin, yeah. do you remember that British movie that we watched um, years ago where it was the kid who got sent to that juvenile hall and like oh. essentially had to fight for his life? Startup? No, no, it's something else. Um, where like greases himself up to like fight the cops? The greaser? It was like dog something. Ever see the, the greasy strangler? Oh, I saw the I saw the preview and it looked fucking gross. I mean, like, like it looks Dude. like Tim and Tim and Eric kind of stuff. How no, bad is it? it? You should watch it. It's really oh, 
Uh, I mean, it's it's not good, but it's so good. It is really awkward. It's it's a trip trip down the awkward lane. I mean, like like if you were to categorize it, like Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. Oh God! Like night and day, like that much worse. It's a little worse, I think. I don't know. I was I felt I just felt creeped out the whole time, and it just kind of shook my head the entire movie. And surprised I finished it. I think I made my ex-wife watch it. It's really bad. That's why I'm divorced. Cheers. Yeah. It was it was dog pound. Yeah, it was dog pound, Dustin. Dog pound, dog pound. I don't remember this. I'm just looking at the title of uh, these clips, and I. Anyway, so you remember the movie now? I do. So that one kid that we're showing in that clip is—he's the kid who. Those are his friends, and his friends are shitty. But he was never shitty, and. But he was in a shitty movie. Uh, sorry. No, I just, I love that he's agreeing with you now, but when we watch the film, he's like, this is so amazing, and it just touched me in my heart, and I I saw where the kid came from, and it was like me, and you're in these situations, and you can't get out, and you just got to do what you got to do, and I don't know if I could ever be that strong, and Sam's like, that's a shitty movie, and Justin's like, yeah! I've actually never seen it. I was just being that guy you accused me of being earlier. How I hate everything. I know. I just love how Dustin's following right behind me. <laughs> I, I don't remember saying all of these things. Uh, to be I, fair, I mean, you were, I, I you were probably much, like yes. either drunk or... Probably. Fair. Yeah. Golly. It's so the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> whitest kids <laughs> you know. Um. All right. Baked so, beans. <laughs> hey, you want to fuck my ass? Baked beans. <laughs> you should play that. Play that right now. I'm gonna take a piss, and then we should talk about like really fuck that movie. Oh, and I actually my... really loved baked beans a lot. I, I, yeah, I had a lot of baked beans in my life. I ate some the other night, and. Organ beans, a little brown fucking, sugar, some mustard. I fucking hate baked beans. Really? I, I, God, I hate them man. so much. I, All right. Well, except unless they're mine. Baked beans. Oh, there it is. All right. All right, so, segue. We're going to get into the shit. The shit. <sighs> I'd say I'd have my finger in my ass, but I wouldn't say I've been fingered. Um, <clears throat> I. So, number one. <laughs> I am staying in. All right, yep. Uh, stays in. Uh, I don't give a fuck anymore. What was I that? I like it when you get like this. These make the best podcasts. As yeah, soon as I, I hear the words, I don't give a fuck anymore, the rest of the podcast gets great. Mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous, though, because I'm in the office next to my girlfriend's mom. That's right. I know, but she knows I'm doing this. Quiet. No, mm-hmm. no, she's cool as shit, and she's like the fucking coolest but i just know at some point she's gonna wonder what the fuck i'm doing yeah yeah i need to give her the proper warning fair warning warning. you know i'm sorry oh my god goth brooks i'm stealing that what goth brooks yeah that's me big titty goth look at his Um, name god damn it i am not observant i am very gullible uh speaking of which so uh, one of the first one of the first things that come to mind uh, as far as just like fucked up movies that just like 
feels like it goes too far. I love that you have pen and paper. I uh, have nothing to say that would be funny. Um, <clears throat> keep that in. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I love this movie. It feels like you're watching a like somewhat of a documentary. It just it's so fucked up. Uh, it's it kind of plays on a lot of themes with different horror films that are just like really fucked up rednecks or people that are like from a rural setting that are just like off. Uh, and the scene that gets me the most is just like the second fucking Leatherface just like opens that fucking steel door, mm-hmm. fucking gets her, just like claws her with like, I think it's called a claw hammer. Um, is the tool uh, that he uses? It's, it's definitely it's, definitely a claw hammer. Claw hammer, and it just like fucking bashes her on the head, uh, and like grabs her, and then just shuts the fucking door. It's just like, uh, it's so visceral. It just like. <clears throat> It's like burning your fucking brain. Uh, I think it's easy to get. I think it, it maybe means more. To, I mean, it's a popular movie. Everybody likes it. But um, it's different if you're from fucking Texas. Like If you're from fucking Texas, you don't know shit about that movie, which if that's a thing, go fuck yourself. If you don't know, and ask somebody. there you go. There you go. There you so go. that is the one that is the one single movie that has fucked me up the most in my entire life. Really? Yes. And there is a story here that I'm going to share. There's a story. I was under the age of eight. I don't, I don't, what year did this movie come out? That was you. Oh, eight? You were eight? So like, I don't know, 2016? <laughs> uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in 1976. Could be four. 76, 74. It's pretty early 70s. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to yeah. keep going. So um, I was under the age of eight. I, I, it had to be somewhere between six and eight. I, I, I don't know precisely. Uh, my sister is six years older than me. So she was probably 12, 13-ish. And she was having a sleepover. And I had been peeking That's over. <laughs> yeah. I had been peeking over the back of the couch where her and all of her girlfriends were watching the film uh, and, and seeing what was on the screen and stuff, you know, little sections. Um, my mom, stop it. My mom finally uh, caught me and put me to bed. And so I'm laying in it Sounds like bed. a whole different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Brother. Um, I'm laying in bed. And now I'm, and it was much worse because at least I could see that they were watching a movie. What is happening right now? It sounds like you're detailing like a porno. I just like, (laughs) I was in my bed. I was jerking off. I got the jerkins. At least I had been able to, in my childhood brain, I had at least been able to put together that they were watching a film, right? So it didn't affect me as bad because I could see that they were watching a movie on television. But now I'm in my bed and all I can do is hear the movie. I can't see the movie. I can only hear the movie. So hearing the screams, I'm hearing the chainsaw, I'm hearing the death, I'm hearing the film. I can't see it anymore. And it's fucking me up. Even if you don't know what a chainsaw is, you hear that sound. Even if you don't know what a chainsaw is, you hear that sound, you know that it's not good. Right. It is not, it's, pow- it's got a motor. 
Yeah. It is heavy. You got to mix oil and gasoline. Like it's yeah, serious it business. You know, two cycles, yeah. serious business. You know, be sure it's got the right formula. Right. So movie ends. They move off to their room. Finally, they shut up and we all go to sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of obviously I'm scared shitless because I had just both seen and then been ear fucked by this movie and I'm waking up and I'm hearing that sound and I thought for sure like I was having a dream I was, it was your sister it. listening to the Bone Thugs and Record Harmony for like record thing no whatever so, uh, that hadn't happened yet um, I go back to sleep uh, it happens again I wake up hearing and I'm I'm freaking the fuck out. I thought there was a fucking chainsaw massacre person outside my bedroom window. Um, fall back asleep. Happens a third time. I run and I get my mom. And like we go outside and we walk the whole perimeter of the house. She shows me there's no one outside. We go back in the house. I make her sit in my room with me. Turn the lights out. I lay down and I'm like, you're going to stay here till I go to sleep. So we're laying in bed, and then suddenly we both hear, and I just, she's like, what? Flip the lights on in my bedroom. I had a remote-controlled car, and it was made to go off-road, and it had these big knobs on the tires, and I played with it that day, and when I put it away, I forgot to turn it off, and the controller had fallen over and the antenna from the controller and the antenna from the car were touching. And it was sitting on a metal shelf. One of the wheels was up on the lip of the shelf. And when the antennas touch, they send an intermittent signal. And so it was kicking on intermittently. The wheel was spinning on the metal lip of the shelf going So see the movie, hear the movie, then that happens. It fucked me up. Like, it, it just like the that's the perfect storm, man. God damn. <laughs> no, I'm Jesus saying Jesus Christ. George Clooney. And so doing. that that fucked me up and stuck with me for a long time. Anytime it, you know, that movie would come on or whatever, like that memory of being certain as a seven-year-old boy that fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre was outside my window trying to kill me. Um, then we moved to Leander and Baghdad Road. Uh, the the Baghdad Cemetery, Baghdad Road Cemetery is mm-hmm. in the film as well. And when we first, so when we moved there, we were um, we were further up from that area. But to get to HEB, you would come down and turn on that Baghdad Road. And I hadn't been out that that way in fucking forever. And the first time I go to the grocery store, we get on that road and I see the cemetery. And I started having like a goddamn flashback to being seven and like hyperventilating and freaking out. So that movie has like literally fucked me from childhood to now. Totally. And that next level is kind of what I was saying earlier. Like to us Texas folk, man, goddamn, it is real for us. Half of that trauma wouldn't have come if you were from fucking Schenectady. Wisconsin yeah, Chainsaw yeah, like, Massacre, don't you know? Does not sound scary. Yeah, I would. Rhode I would Island hurt. Chainsaw Massacre, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? Delaware <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre, don't you know? 
lawn. Beautiful fall leaves. Mm. No chainsaws. Hey, yeah. All the Delaware. leaves are brown. Look, Delaware. I actually didn't. I don't think I. I could be wrong, Dustin, but I don't remember seeing the original uh, Chainsaw Massacre until way later. Because you I mean you and I like successfully rented every fucking every. movie. You literally, not even exaggerating, every movie, every weekend. And I don't Thanks, think we ever, John. I don't think I ever really got around to watching it until way later. Um, playing in a band with this guy, and he gave me a VHS tape, and it was that. I was like, ah, I guess I better watch it. I think I even watched the remake, which was really good. You want to watch? I thought yeah. it was great. The first I mean, one, like, Jessica Biel. And yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. That's like the only... It wasn't bad. Like the the yes, yes. bullet bullet or shotgun blast oh, in the man. head. Man, that was great scene. Decent. Great. I don't, I don't do CGI, but that's such like a weird. So good. It was weird, really good. Uh, yeah, it's like a weird crane shot, but it worked out. Yeah. But um, it did. Uh, I, I didn't no, watch it until way later, and then it was um not terribly. It wasn't terribly traumatic for me, even though I've kind of seen all those things. I mean, actually, fucking. Fucking speaking of the mom next door, Kimmy, her husband, my girlfriend's dad, the car scene at the at the intro, at the beginning of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he's the DJ on the radio. So when they're listening to the radio and it's like the hey, it does that cut and goes into a song, that's fucking Jolie's dad. Yeah, I know. I just wow. she like dropped that on me like a couple months ago, just in, in passing, and I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> like you can't just drop that on me she's like yeah well he didn't know you know <laughs> it just happened that way they filmed it and she turned on the radio and boom there it was so yeah well and i told dustin um his apartment that he lived in when he and i met uh was right by the houses well the house where the family in the film lived yeah yeah those houses where they did the filming was <clears throat> right outside where his apartment is now. So behind there, there was a, there's a hill and there was an old older farmhouse and complex area. And that's the, where they filmed the scenes of the family was okay. in that, that house. And so literally his apartment, when I met him, like was overlooking that. Amazing. Yeah. The house I came from before I lived here Obviously, I was like, I lived off of Montopolis, the Montopolis Bridge from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, the opening scene, that really weird, goofy one that was so campy and silly and had. It Zell was Hanger. really fucking. Is that the Renee Zellweger? Well, and Hopper yeah. and that opening yeah. scene of them on the bridge right there. And I would drive over that bridge every single day and it's now gone, but, or it's there, but you can't, you know, drive across it. But, um, yeah, I remember watching that with you too, Dustin, and the weird hook digging in his head and like, yep. like, that was my that was kind of my jam like i it's it's such a stupid movie but like i yeah matt uh the original is just so real and i you know i'll probably say it a thousand times during this whole podcast thing but like the real shit is like fucking really uh, no pun intended gets under my skin you know well when you introduce that supernatural side of it and that kind of like there's no way this could fucking happen this guy looks yeah. like a, he looks like he's rotting from the inside right um it makes it easier to stomach and you can be you can be crazier and you can go further and get away with it you know and it's easier to stomach for me but when it gets too real i'm like eh, 
I don't feel so good because I yeah. don't like people. I know. I mean, like, that's a part in it. it we covered this in a previous podcast um, of like why I love horror films. And there's a, there's a certain level of like uh, escapism to it that like it's safe. It's like the, the element of danger, um, but it's without the risk and it feels good and you're still safe. Um, but there is a line that uh, can be crossed that makes you feel you can leave a movie feeling like, I don't know, less, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a, an element of like dread um, and just something awful of just like, where it's like you've lost faith in the director, the storyteller that has like taken advantage of, I don't know, your, your faith in, um, you know, the direction of where you were going to go. Um, and with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's, it's a given that you're going to see something that's like fucked up and it goes there. But it's like, I think about films like, um, I don't know, like, uh, like irreversible. Have uh, you seen it? Like, unfortunately, it, yes. I, yeah. It's irreversible. Like, yeah. I'm not unseen <laughs> fucking movie. Hey, oh, titular. Yeah. Um, but we're only talking about one scene. I mean, let's be real. We're talking well, about, we're, I mean, well, well two, two for me. Because, True. like, initially, um, I mean, like, obviously, there's the one scene that, like, is... It never stops. No, it no. fucking never stops. And, it um, doesn't. And the, the way it starts, it's just, like, so dizzying. Uh, and the movie itself is just, like, it's the story told backwards. Um, but initially, when we got to uh, one of the... I don't know, however long into the movie where it, it, it ends up, it I stopped it. And I could not revisit this movie for a year. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I can't do this right now. Um, irreversible. Um, so basically, plot of the movie is, it's a movie told backwards, um, but it's a horrific, horrific um, brutalization and rape um, of a woman uh, and does not shy away. The yeah. camera is there the whole time. There's actual like, I believe, CGI throughout of it. Um, it's just like, it. it is the it most is uncomfortable I've yeah. ever fucking been. Uh, yeah. it, it, it still bothers me. I never yeah. want to see it again. Um, and that uh, that scene alone just like still fucking bothers me so much. Um, but another part that bothers me, and this is what um, really bothers me about like internet clips is the scene where he confronts tenant or like tenant, or, like whatever he calls him um, in the club. And the guy smashes his face with the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And it's just like done like, pretty like realistically to where it's just like the degrading and like the slow like like the person becoming not a person because their face is so disfigured and it's just like the, the the body like twitching and it's just like i think about it all the time it still bothers me so much um, 
And it's just like, this person is not becoming, this person is dying mm-hmm. and this person is destroying this person's face. Um, and in the scene, it's just like the person that's like doing this to him is like attempting to rape this person. And the person that's like smashing him with the face is just like the, the friend of that person who just like broke his arm backwards, mm-hmm. which is also something that I think about. Um, but it's like this person is dying. And it's just like, the, I don't know. It like, it really bothers me. And the subsequent clips that I have seen of real life in the situations like this to where like horrific accidents happen and violence happen, it just, it really fucking bugs me because there's a big difference between like cinema and like horror films and like real life of just like horrific shit happening to people that like there's a line I don't cross and there's a line I don't want to see, but I have accidentally seen some things that like still stick with me and still bother me. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie, Irreversible, I fucking hate um, and I wish I'd never seen it. But at the same time, I'm the, I feel the same way. I can't stand it. I'll never watch it again, but like, yeah, like well, well done. Mission accomplished, and and yeah. uh, from a film standpoint, and like a cinematography standpoint, and it got so up close and personal. Um, I'm just, you know, it's, it's me trying to find the good in something just so awful. Um, but um, yeah, they really did a good job. Even like the most brutal, silly horror movies, like Hatchet or whatever, you see some shit. But like, there's a lot of those times where they will go to stab someone and you you see right before they hit your stomach with the knife like the camera will change and you get like the back angle or you yeah. get like like the shadow or like the blood hits the wall like you you still see nasty right. you still know what's going on it's nasty it's broke but uh irreversible um it was like i mean you might as well have just been standing right there yeah I mean, they didn't shy away from it and on top of that they just didn't fucking stop like no there was they just let it roll and it like it's it's a hard it's hard watching those scenes it's literally like you're watching it you know i don't i can't i guess yeah. not, not really my jam but they're i'm clearly their goal when you make a movie like that is to fucking get under people's skin and yeah. i'm sure there's all sorts of like artsy fartsy lands von trier fucking sad racist oh. boy excuses and shit but like um but you know, well done. You did it. So, you know, bravo. But you, you know, did also, it. fuck you. Absolutely. <laughs> and that leads Absolutely. us to Antichrist. Uh, oh God. Fucking Lars Ventrier. Makes... Like fucking I want to punch him in the goddamn face. Yeah. Like, his movies make me fucking cringe. Uh yeah, but I also, also respect him. Also pretty goddamn amazing team of people to work on those. I mean Ooh. him as a person or him as a director whatever I, I don't really give a lot of i don't really give a lot of um clout to directors they're directing actors you have talented you hopefully would get talented people in your movies the the hats off goes to for me at least goes off to the, the crew the cinematographers the fucking costume the your your colorist you know the, the people that really get in there and like really make it an experience i mean yeah, a director can like get under your skin and you know but um it's you know who like can you imagine like the guy that had to cgi her being cut off 
and Ugh. like flying yeah. towards the camera. Like, Ugh. yeah, I mean, those look, it's it's fucking insane. But Jesus, go fuck Lance von Trier. Give this guy like someone. Yeah, give this guy did a good job. I mean, oh he's yeah, the real winner of this thing. I mean, that's what yeah. we all think about. That yep. shit is crazy. Fuck yep. him. Have either but, of y'all read the interview or or heard the interview that he gave? Regarding Willem Dafoe's penis, I don't like thinking about Willem Dafoe's penis, but no, go mm. ahead. I'm so, sure I have no opinion on on his penis. The in the actual film, it's a body double. Oh, and the reason it's th- it, that it's a body double is because huge? Willem Dafoe's penis his his exact words were was confusingly large. Really? So he was so, Bell Biv Dafoe. so in the article he specifically states that they had to do a body double because they didn't believe they didn't think it would be believable really when he actually originally did the scene himself the cat or the the crew was so confused that his penis was that size that they didn't think it would actually be believable to use. So he's like he's like really John Hammer, I guess, or Fassbender, but as like smuggling cookie dough. <laughs> he he literally he literally said people would get intimidated. And William Dippo has a huge cock, apparently. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I guess if you're gonna good a, for you. If you're gonna have a face like somebody hit you with a shovel, you have to at least have a big, big schlong. We lost uh, Sam. No. Mm-hmm. Is he is he frozen? Yeah, he's frozen. Oh. See, that's what a regular nipple looks like. 